Sefer Shmot, Parshat Va'era, on redeeming the mouth. In Parshat Va'era, the process of Israel's redemption from Egypt begins with enactment of the plagues. And God here uses Moshe as a key player in this process. Initially, God tells Moshe, go and tell Paro, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites depart from his land. And Moshe answers in protest, saying, the Israelites would not listen to me. How then should Pharaoh heed me, me who has uncircumcised lips? According to modern scholarship, this did not originally mean that Moshe's speech was permanently impeded, but that his lips had merely not been opened yet. Much earlier, the medieval commentator, Rashi, pointed out that the imagery of a body part being uncircumcised is deployed multiple times in Tanakh to indicate obstruction of a person's potential. For example, Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, mentions Israel having uncircumcised ears and uncircumcised hearts. Other interpreters, such as the Sforno, read Moshe as having a speech disability. And value can be gained by reading many different possibilities into the exact meaning of Moshe's being slow of speech and slow of tongue. In this instance, God accommodates for Moshe's circumstances and tells Aaron to go alongside him to Pharaoh, demanding freedom. That way, Moshe's brother could do the talking. Whatever our exact reading of what is going on, one must ponder how amazing an example it is that while throughout history, leaders have often been chosen based on their charisma or their talent as orders, Moshe is chosen for his inner character, his humility, anivut, even rather than his external presentation. Further, God goes on to give Moshe a prominent voice as the leader of the Israelite people and the first teacher of the Torah. According to Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, this raising up of Moshe's voice has a metaphorical dimension. Rabbi Nachman taught, Now the essence of the Egyptian exile was that the spoken word was an exile. This is the reason Moshe was heavy of mouth. But by means of redemption, the aspect of mouth evolves. In this system of symbolism, a person activates the redemption of the mouth through its connection to the hands by clapping their hands in prayer. Rabbi Nachman arrived at this conclusion with some mystical arithmetic, with five fingers on each hand, clapping your right hand to your left equals five times five, 25. Now clap your left hand to your right, and you have a total of 50. The number of times he says that the Torah speaks of the Exodus. For it was through the aspect of the Jubilee, the celebration once every 50 years involving the release of prisoners and the forgiveness of debts, Rabbi Nachman taught that they went out of the Egyptian exile. A simpler way of thinking about the connection between open lips, prayer, and redemption, though, is present in the Amidah, the central part of each prayer service, which begins with a quote from Psalm 51. Adonai Safatai Tiftach 
O Lord, open my lips and let my mouth declare your praise. In any case, a voice we learn is tied to liberation. Much of the work of Torah is about creating freedom. And this Torah portion should be making us ask ourselves, how can we include more people's voices? This is this applies especially to those whose voices have been suppressed, such as members of our communities who are marginalized on the basis of race, gender, sexuality, and so on, and to those who, like Moshe, are the most tentative and hesitant to proactively speak up. Additionally, following the tradition of interpreting Moshe as having a speech impediment, who must help those with speech Impediments reach their redemption as well. However that may work, we can do what we can to empower them. According to the Cleveland Clinic, studies show approximately 5% of children entering first grade have noticeable speech impediments, with frequent kinds including stuttering, articulation errors, tongue tie, apraxia, dysarthia, and selective mutism. These can have many causes, including child neglect. Children in foster care, for example, often have serious delays, and we ought to invest in systems that can reduce this problem. In the case of speech impediments, the goal might not be to try to force those people to speak at the capacity of others, which in most cases it might not even be possible. Instead, in addition to proper speech therapy, we should consider other ways to give those people a voice, such as forms of expression that they are more inclined toward. To this day, we remember Moshe best as the person who knew God face to face, panim, panim, and wrote the Torah. His redemption came not by turning him into something he wasn't, but by God and his community helping him fulfill the potential he already had. Shabbat Shalom.